This is the Washburn Review, tuning in to Sports Speak. My name is Dylan Tyler, or otherwise known as The Real Dill. And I am Chase Coble, a.k.a. The Cobbler, and I think we've got an interesting topic for you today. I agree. Uh, today we are going to be discussing LeBron James or MJ. Pretty controversial to uh, topic. Uh, basically, we're wanting to uh, get answers for who is the GOAT, who is the greatest of all time. And that's a debate that's being had by many people right now, and it's kind of a generational thing. There's a lot of people who are younger who are going to side with LeBron James, and a lot of people that are older, they're going to go the other way with Michael Jordan. And I have a feeling I know what side you're on. <laughs> you're right. I, uh, I'm MJ, and uh, I, have, I have in my mind a, a few, few more than a few reasons, and I'm going to just be a classic MJ fan and just throw it out there. Six championships. I'm just going to throw it out there. Six championships, six finals, and six MVPs. Never had a Game 7. LeBron doesn't have six. Well, he doesn't have six yet. He's also got more time left in his playing career. And he's on pace to potentially be able to get there. Now, is that going to be easy? No, not, not whatsoever. He's got a lot of, uh, a lot of competition uh, on the other side, uh, in the Western Conference especially, uh, but he could get there, and he could match Jordan. That's not out of sight. I don't know. It's. I, I think he definitely can, and I think his career is going to be longer than MJ's was. MJ played for about 15 seasons. Uh, LeBron, he's either ending his 14th or going, uh, or ending his 15th this year. I honestly can't remember. But they've been playing for about about the same amount of time, and uh, it just it's interesting to me because he's. He is catching up in some aspects. One aspect being he's only 400 points below MJ in a, in a playoff series, uh, as far as total all-time points of playoffs. Only 400. You know that that that's you know that's one, something that he could get back up. Uh, right. As far as if he plays in several more games. Right. Right. Well, and then it, but then you also have uh, have uh, all-time. Let's see, LeBron. James, according to uh, a little stat sheet that I created up, is a, a better passer and a better rebounder. Uh, however, he he's not able to surpass MJ yet in points per game, but he is able to surpass MJ in turnovers already throughout his career. I mean, uh, yeah, the turnover stat is one that you can go to. That's a little bit arbitrary considering they play different positions and they play in a different game uh, because it's changed so much over the years. Uh, that's my argument for LeBron. I would say that he's a better passer. The way he shares the ball, the way he gets teammates involved, he makes everyone around him better. And not that Michael Jordan didn't do that because, of course, he did, but for the most part, when Michael Jordan took over the game, he took it over. When LeBron takes it over, he scores a lot of points, but he's also dishing it out. He's never just taking it down and putting his head down. He's always open to passing to an open opponent if they're there. So so you think he's just uh, he's a better player in the fact that he's more of a playmaker, and the only reason why he has the amount of turnovers he does... Is because he has more He does so in a fact, in a way that it, he has more opportunities to make mistakes. He probably passes more than MJ passed, and that leads to turnovers. Because every time you let that ball go out of your hands, you have a chance of turning it over. And also another thing that probably led to that is he played in Cleveland for a while with absolutely nothing 
around him to help. And uh, he had to force in those early years of his career. And when you force things, you turn the ball over. So that's probably where that came from. That's true. Uh, I do have to give it up for LeBron on one thing. He averages assists and scores at a combined in a game. Averages 55.7 points in a finals game. Mm. Uh, Michael Jordan actually does have less. less about 2.4 points less a game. Or... or points less a game on average in the finals. But I'm guessing that MJ has more, uh, a higher average in finals games, scoring-wise, right? Right, and exactly, and that was going to be my next point, is player efficiency rating. Now, they have a whole bunch of factors that come into this. You know, how often you take shots, how many minutes you play in a game, how many other shots are you making. Uh, Michael Jordan's player efficiency rating is first all-time. And, of course, LeBron James is number two. Uh, Michael Jordan's at 27.9, and LeBron James slightly behind at 27.7. So, 0.2 back. I mean, that's tight. That's, that just goes to show that you've got two really good players there. So, I, I, at this point, I, I don't think we've actually figured out who is better. So, uh, let's just keep, keep going down the list here. Um, physicality. Now, they are two different positions, and they are two completely different kind of body sets. They're physical in their own ways. LeBron is physical as in he can flat out bang with you, uh, just like he's a big guy. I mean, he can go down low and get position on the block and post up. He can do some of those things that, Le- that MJ really wasn't going to do, but for a guard, for his position... MJ was one of the most physical in his time, and he played in a more physical time period in general. So he he may not have stood out as an overly physical guy back then, but the game itself was more physical. You had to be a real, real Iron Man well, to be considered a, a physical guy in that day that's, and age. That's what drives me crazy about watching the NBA today is uh, it's all offense. There's no defense. You know, nothing's going to compare to the golden era of basketball when you had, you know, big basketball players like Patrick Ewing, Carl Malone, Shaq, Drexler. And then you have, like, Dennis Rodman, who was just phenomenal on defense and rebounding. It's – it can't even compare to today. And don't get me wrong. Like, it's – they are two different eras. Back then it's more physical. Now it's more about skill. So the question is what what wins, skill or – athleticism at this point because today is definitely the skilled era i would say so and i I don't know that the defense is that much worse i think the offense is just that much better the court is so much bigger now and it's not physically bigger but it's make the defense has to stretch because guys can shoot it from so far away lines have been scooted back right so So there's more spacing which will take Mm -hmm. away the physicality of it but also the refs call it tighter, which is a bit of a shame because that discourages guys from banging down low, and I don't like that. But it's just the way it is, and uh, that's what that's that's why that argument holds water. Because in MJ's era, I mean, they hacked him. Uh, the Detroit Pistons went after him. Uh, they they just said every time he gets it, if he comes in the lane, he's getting a hard foul, and it bothered him. And, uh, well, and after he's, that, he's he a competitive guy. Early. You know, he 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 has what's called the flu game. I do you know much about the flu game? I know the flu game. He went out and uh, beasted in the finals <laughs> with a, with a flu, and he also punched. He's so competitive. I mean, he punched a teammate in the face once. He punched <laughs> now Golden State head coach 
Steve Kerr in the face uh, over an incident at practice, uh, and it was strictly about basketball. It wasn't anything off the court. That's how competitive that guy is, so I will never question that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, the, there is a lot – here's one area that Michael Jordan does not get a lot of props in. He uh, – they say that, oh, yeah, he had people like Scottie Pippen and all these people by his side. Uh, and LeBron's over here still winning games in the finals uh, with people like Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think those players compare to Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, um, and some of the guys. I mean, LeBron, LeBron has a sporting cast, but those Bulls were, those were good teams all around. Well, in the beginning, though, they were. You know, Scottie Pippen wasn't even mentioned on any kind of list his first few years in the NBA. No one had any idea who Scottie Pippen really was no. if it was not for LeBron, or for uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah, but Pippen was still he, – he turned out to be quite the player, and he was during those – he just didn't get the recognition. Those were good teams, uh, but are they the same? I mean, I don't think that uh, that Michael ever had a guy playing by his side – that's as dynamic as Kyrie Irving can be. But he also uh, was able to spearhead the defense a little more because now uh, the Cavs don't have a very defensive-minded lineup. Uh, you've got LeBron, uh, who uh, LeBron can be an elite defender at times, but he isn't always. And then Kyrie is a notable, uh, not a great defender. I mean, he's not a guy that you look to lock a guy down. Kevin Love is also not an elite defender. And then Tristan Thompson's pretty good on defense. And then whoever they end up playing at that other guard spot uh, just depends on who they go with. But LeBron's teams in general, with the exclusion of maybe those Heat teams, they played good defense. But overall, I think that the Bulls defended better while Jordan was there, which kind of helped take some of the pressure off of him defensively. You know, he got to relax maybe a little more. Right, right. What do you think about this, since you uh, love King so much? Uh, MJ has scoring leader 10 times compared to LeBron's one, and all-defensive team nine times compared to LeBron's five. Well, in MJ's era, it was a sin not to vote for MJ for those things. Oh, so, so you think there's so a bias. So they kind of just, yeah, they just kind of voted him in because he's MJ most of the time. Uh, LeBron, as far as the points for the, the scoring leaders, uh, yeah, um, he doesn't have as many, but he also would probably be way above in the assist category. It's and that, here's, here's what's interesting about, about this specifically is, you know, Michael Jordan played tight D, but LeBron, he's kind of an all-around defensive player and a bigger presence. He'll, do, he'll steal passes. He will steal the ball from right under the goal as a defensive big man presence. And he's only 6'8", and Michael Jordan was 6'6". There's a slight difference there, but... And the frame. I mean, LeBron's built like a truck, and MJ was a little more fluid. But MJ was better a uh, man-to-man defender. I mean, he was, he was absolute lockdown in his prime. Uh, but I, I think you're right. LeBron is able to do multiple different things uh, from a defensive perspective. And here's here's the my final thought. Um, I am an MJ, love, MJ lover, always will be. Uh, but I just have one one thing. I just want your opinion on as a as a King fan. I'm just looking for looking for the hate because I'm, I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna love to hear this. Uh, in a sense, MJ could be replaceable, or at least that's the thought. 
Um, and I say that because, I mean, he was getting older. I don't really know what to put into it. Uh, but when Michael Jordan left the game of basketball to enter baseball, his team, without him, still made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. They they had a successful year. They and then and then Michael Jordan came back, and they were worse. They also blew up the team, though, and he was rusty from baseball. So I don't get on him too bad for that. Uh, but what I will say on the reverse side of things is that when LeBron leaves somewhere, the team that he leaves doesn't go back to the, the Finals. Uh, when he left the Cavs uh, the first time, he leaves the Cavs, and they immediately become the worst team in basketball without him. Uh, he goes to the Heat, and when he leaves the Heat to go back home to Cleveland, the Heat did make the playoffs last year, but they had a first-round exit, and then this year they started off as the worst team in the league. They've actually won quite a few games here to get better. But when he goes away, uh, it hurts teams. And when, when Michael went away, I mean, obviously they quit winning championships. Uh, but I think that LeBron's presence, and he can do so many different things, it hurts teams more when he leaves them. It's it's true. Um, you know what, honestly, I, even after all this, I don't know if one is truly better than the other. I think the, I think the best part about this conversation is we never will know. No, and they're both they're, – they're, the thing that makes it so hard is that they're such vastly different players with personalities that are different. Uh, you know, LeBron doesn't have as much of the killer in him as MJ does. He has it, but the way MJ – MJ had that instinct in a form that most guys just never will. <laughs> and that's okay because I don't want to live in a world where everybody thinks like Michael Jordan because he's savage. But <laughs> it's and it, yeah. the people think that MJ is better because he's a great one-on-one individual. But I think LeBron is definitely probably a better team player, and I think that's where that competitiveness comes from. LeBron it wants to win ball games. MJ wanted to win games, obviously as well. But they go about it two different ways. LeBron says, we're going to beat you as a, as a unit. And MJ says, all right, I am going to beat all of you by myself. And both of those methods obviously can work because MJ carried his teams to uh, several, six championships, and, and LeBron hasn't got there yet. He could. I guess we'll see. Uh, but play that, that, ar- that argument really will, <laughs> will never be completely solved. Who knows? Maybe, maybe MJ will come back to... <laughs> For one final barrage, just to come lay it on LeBron. But that would be we'll interesting. He probably, he's, you know, every now and then a video surfaces of him in a, a camp or something uh, throwing down <laughs> on a kid or making, you know, 50 straight free throws, crazy things like that. So he's still got a little bit of it. I'd oh, like to man. see it, but well, I don't think we'll ever get to. <laughs> All right, this is uh, Washburn Reviews Sports Speak. And I am the real Dill, Dylan Tyler, and thank you to my partner. Yep, Chase Coble, the cobbler. We hope you tune in with us next week. I'm not sure what our topic will be, but it'll be something entertaining.